from sunny Minnesota, this is the Polaris Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I am Joe Zemer, and I'm still not an expert. But today, we're going to hear from some. This is a special bonus episode of the podcast, and this is meant to be a supplement to our newly released episode on snowmobile suspension adjustments. So if you haven't yet listened to that episode, hit the pause button, download that episode, give it a listen, and then come back to this one. Once you've finished hearing from the talented team of engineers who helped create our snowmobiles here at Polaris, we thought you might want to hear from some of the Team Polaris athletes who ride them. Now, way back in early 2020, which certainly feels like a lifetime ago, I sat down with some of the pros at the Polaris Spring Sales Meeting in Texas. During the course of conversations with Dan Adams, Gabriel Hockley, Chris Barant, and Levi Lavalley, I asked for their advice when it comes to suspension adjustments. The first voices you'll hear are from Dan Adams and Gabby Hockley. You're talking about setups. A question we get often at the Help Center is about suspension setup. What are the factors that we need to be considered when we were thinking about making adjustments to that? And, and what are some of the common adjustments that you like to make when you're out riding? Um, so factors are for sure your weight and your riding style. Um, you can set up your suspension so that you are wheeling more if that's what you want to do. Or you can set it up so that you're staying more planted down. So the nice thing is with the chaos is you have the clickers and you can adjust it while you're out there riding, which is awesome because say you're climbing out of something and you're just wheeling like crazy, maybe you need to lock it down a bit more. So I like that um, option that they do have there. Yeah, so I get asked this a ton, right? Uh, So much that we actually made a YouTube channel video about suspension and I went to one of the like the main guys that I know, Jack Struthers of Carl Cycle. There's just nobody better in terms of really looking into suspension for different riders. And, you know, again, like we were talking about, about asking yourself, like, what type of riding that you do, that's where suspension is going to really come into play. If you like trail riding, but you also like mountain riding, it's pretty difficult to have a snowmobile, especially if you buy a mountain sled. You have to kind of find the best of both worlds, but you're not going to get one without the other. Um, we are making some advancements with shock setups to where you can use clicker adjustments. There are some, some things that you can do on the hill in terms of adjusting preload, but really I think where people are coming from is they want to be told specifically like how to make their suspension better. And I'll say it like this. You, you have to ride long enough to understand what it truly means to you to have suspension and what it's supposed to feel like for you. Like I can jump on a snowmobile setup for me and I've been doing this long enough where I can completely tell that that snowmobile is set up just for me like that is completely dialed and then i can jump on a stock sled something that's just been set up through the factory and even though that setup's pretty awesome i can tell immediately that i would make some tweaks to it i think what happens i think that people they ride with complacency they ride they just don't know any better they don't know what shock setup even feels like so they're riding a sled that's three or four years old it's got a thousand miles on it and the shocks are completely blown but they don't know any better. And so getting to a dealer, again, I'm going to leave it up to the dealer to give these people that kind of information that they, they're probably riding suspension that's not set up for them. Time and time again, we just had a ladies' class where you know, I had this gal's snowmobile and she was complaining that it was very rigid. It was difficult for her to tip on its side. And we just immediately look at the front suspension and the way it was set up, I mean, yeah, there's no way that a 115-pound lady is going to tip that sled onto its side. And so with just a few rotations and, you know, taking some of that preload out of the front suspension just changed her whole world. And so she'd been riding that many years 
with that much complacency, just thought that that's the way it was supposed to be. So know that they're adjusting, uh, they're, they have adjustments on them, but you got to make those adjustments. Thanks a bunch to Dan and Gabby for that perspective. Now let's hear from Chris Barant. Yeah, suspension is, uh, it is probably the, it's one of the most overlooked and confusing topics. Um, and and so, so how I talk about suspension is, um, so I, I like to have adjustability because the conditions change throughout not only the season, but throughout the day. And so um, I like to have adjustability and the ease of adjustability. Um, and so we, we try to break it down and make it very simple. When I'm on the trail, I like stuff to be soft and plush. Um, you know, out west, we get a lot of this um, little stutter bump stuff on the trail going in. But then once you get out into the deep snow, then you would obviously want a different setup and and again you know so i ride fox stuff um and that's been our focus is to do that uh to have that adjustability uh, and make it very easy to adjust um that's one thing that the that the chaos and uh when you upgrade to the le clicker shocks on the rmk that you can get that that type of adjustability um as as well and so here's the general rule is for setting up to to perform let's just say to for climbing right um you would want your front track shock to be soft um to allow it to collapse so that track tries to climb up on top of the snow versus plowing through the snow and then in the rear you would want that um and you can do this two ways now um you can adjust with compression adjust which um both the le shocks and the chaos have this or you can um, change the spring rate, so increasing the spring rate or stiffening that rear that rear shock. What that will do, that will keep the front end down in steeper terrain, allowing the sled to go forward, using its energy to go forward versus using the energy to pick the front end up. And so, um, and and that's what is always the catch twenty two. Everyone sees, you know me, I'm riding these lightweight, crazy sleds, and I'm doing wheelies, and it looks fun. How can I get more ski lift? It's like, well, you don't want ski lift. You actually want to go forward, you know. Um, but if you do want ski lift, this is what you do. But then your buddies will beat you because you're just wheeling all over the place instead of. Uh, so again, it's just trying to figure that out. But um, you know, it's and that's what's pretty cool within the lineup. You have different shock packages, different adjustability. Um, but you know, just the one, one more quick thing on suspension is here's how I think of it and, and talk about it to make it simpler for, for the consumer is you can talk about it, making the chassis feel quicker or slower. So in, in deep snow, if you have a quick reacting chassis, you can override it and then it is it ends up being a little bit more work and so what i do is slow the chassis down by stiffening the sled up and vice versa when the snow is like pretty set up you want the sled to be easy to get up on edge and easy to react and so then i would be run the chassis softer so those are kind of the two general um rules that that i use is is being able to to speed the chassis up or slow the chassis down by either softening it or stiffening it up and last but not least, let's hear from Levi LaValle. Let's talk about another adjustment that people have a lot of questions about, and that's suspension. <laughs> There's a lot of adjustments you can make. What do you need to keep in mind when you're thinking about setting up your suspension, and what questions should people be asking themselves? 
So suspension is, I mean, that's a big topic because there are a lot of, like you said, a lot of questions and there's a lot of things that you can do to adjust it. And, you know, I've been riding snowmobiles and racing for many, many years. And I, I mean, I remember starting out going, I have no idea what I'm doing. I know that I can turn these clickers. I don't know what they're doing, but I know I can turn them. That's about all I knew. And as you get into it, you start to understand and start to realize what they do. But one of the things we do with the racers, um, as we get like a young racer that comes onto our race team, I, you know, what I try to do is I say, here, take your take your high-speed adjustment clicker or your compression clicker and turn it all the way to one way. Turn it all the way to stiff. Turn it all the way to soft. So then you can kind of identify it. That's what this does. When I turn it all the way soft, I can feel like, okay, it, it, it really strokes the shock a lot, and I either like or dislike it, you know, because when you do turn it all the way soft, it will bottom out, which means the suspension will fully collapse, and, and it'll kind of make like a, almost a slamming sensation or feel because um, it's literally bottoming out. There's no more travel. So it's it's a good way to identify, okay, that's what this does, and you go from one extreme to the next, so then you can kind of first understand what it does. Then from there, then you you always start clicking, making your adjustments, and you make you can start by making big adjustments too. Like so if you're um, if you're right in the middle of your clickers, you can go, okay, let's go let's go like four or six clicks one way to see if I can tell the difference and and you try to identify what is what am I trying to fix here? Is it is it in the bumps? Is it the big bumps? Is it jumping? You know, identifying where where you want the suspension to be better or different. Then you go from there and you, and you try to hit that same bump, that same section, and go. Okay, this is what this is what I changed on this one now change it the softer hit that same feature okay that's what it did and once you can kind of identify like this is what the suspension doing as i adjust these clickers then it, it helps you understand like what you want your suspension to feel like and that's that's kind of the the easiest way to do it is if you find an area or a trail or something that you're like i i really would like my suspension to be different in this spot take and hit that spot over and over and just start adjusting those clickers so you can feel like okay this is the perfect setup you know it's a little bit softer or it's a little bit stiffer thanks again to our team polaris athletes for their insights if you'd like to hear more from the four of them go to the archives and look for the mountain riding guide and trail riding guide episodes we recorded last year in texas and again if you haven't done so, make sure to listen to that new episode on snowmobile suspension adjustments to hear directly from our engineering team. As always, thanks to everyone who has downloaded, listened, and subscribed to the podcast. Keep spreading the word. Check the episode description to find out how you can keep tabs on our Team Polaris athletes on social media. And look for the link on how you can contact us with questions or ideas for the podcast. Thanks for checking out this bonus episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay tuned for future episodes. Until then, this has been the Polaris Podcast.
Hi, you've reached Joe. Sorry I missed your call. Please leave me your name, your number, and a short message, and I'll get right back to you. Thanks, and have a great day. Straight to voicemail. Okay, Joe, you need to tell them that the Polaris Health Center is their first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. All they have to do is look for the help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. They also need to remember that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow their owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. And always ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Next time, answer your phone. Okay, bye.